Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 65 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my very special guest today is Natalie. And Natalie and I met in the most, I would say, unusual ways. <laughs> and in the very early part of this episode, I do describe how we met, and it's probably not what you think. And since then, we really connected in a very deep level, and we've had several instances that our passes paths have crossed in our lives and they all have been so special. So I invited her to come talk to you about something really beautiful, which has been her experience throughout perimenopause. I know so many women and for myself, like Perry started in a fairly young age in my say early to mid thirties. And I can testify that not every single day felt easy. And I know so many women have struggled and continue to struggle with this transition in our lives. And Natalie had a unique experience about it. And she has a beautiful perspective on the wisdom and the alignment with your body and what it can be to give us a new way to look at something that as per media and all those things we normally perceive as difficult and challenging. So I'm very excited for you to hear her story and how she sees this whole beautiful transformational time in a woman's life and in our bodies. And Natalie also talks about discovering your sacred gifts. She certified as helping individuals discover theirs. And she talks a little bit about hers. And she also made a very generous offer to our podcast listeners. And she is offering a special discount for podcast listeners. And the link is going to be included in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about what are sacred gifts, even after you listen to this interview and you want to join her in her upcoming uh, class, I invite you to check the link and see if it's right for you. And she will grant you $50 off in uh, her next event. So without any further ado, let me introduce you to Natalie. Natalie Eroda is a longtime student of metaphysics, physiology, holistic health, and nutrition, and has also taken a few lectures at the Figurative School of Heart Knox several times in her life. Through her commitment to achieve her own potential, wisdom, and well-being, Natalie understands that by nature, everyone wants to contribute to the world in a more holistic and self-expressed way, and that our behavior often baffles us as we continue to do the things that we don't want to have us living a more satisfying life and health, wealth, and happiness. Through pra practical mysticism, 
perspectives, programs, resources, and techniques. She teaches you how to know your true power to create, design, help, and manifest the life you love. Here is Natalie. Welcome, Natalie. It is such a pleasure having you on the show today. Welcome. Oh, Juliana, like yeah, this thing, I woke up this morning and I'm like, today's the day. <laughs> it's finally <laughs> happening. I know we've been kind of like, boom, 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 boom. And life has been beautiful and rich and full and challenging. And we're just finally here. So today is a very, very special day. Oh, I'm so pleased. I agree 100%. And because we have such a special connection point and how we met, I will very quickly share then, of course, today you are the focus, but I just really want to share how we first met. And that goes back, oh, I'm going to say three-ish years, maybe a little longer. Maybe a little more. A lot more, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit more, yeah. Yes, yes. And then we got really close. Yes, 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 yes. And we first met in an event, right, that I was attending in Toronto, and you were helping facilitate that event that day. And the very first time I, you know, noticed you, and maybe because you're managing a group of like over 100 people, it may not have been mutual at that point, which is totally fine. <laughs> but the yeah. first time I noticed you was an exercise that we had to break this thing on the wall using an arrow touching your necks. And as most people know, listening, I had neck surgery. I've always been very scared and protective of my neck. And it was like the most absurd thing I thought I would ever do (laughs) in that event. I did not know that was part of the curriculum. And I remember you were the person that came to me and, and made me feel so safe. And I forget the specific words, but you said something to me that was so profound and so meaningful. And I did it and I completed the exercise and it was a, be- I don't know, it was a beautiful thing afterwards, but you were the actual person. I remember you standing on like chairs, <laughs> managing the crowd. And you said something very profound to me that really, you know, made me face fears that day. And that is how we met, which is so unusual. <laughs> Well, it's remarkable, I think. It's such a big, memorable day. So I really wanted to start by that. So thank you for that day. And I would say since then, like we've connected in such beautiful ways and I have such love and and respect for you in my heart. So I'm truly honored to have you today. So yes. Wow. I, part of me is like, wow, I wish I knew what I had said, but just like you said, when the downloads and our, our higher selves connect with each other, the right things come through so that we both keep doing that with each other. I mean, we're constantly leading each other and supporting each other. And I know that even though there's times we don't talk for a while, we're connected and bonded and we're both supportive and moving forward together. So I'm, I'm so great, that, grateful that you're in my sphere. And uh, I'm so happy that you did that. And I remember you were quite concerned, which uh, who wouldn't be. Yes. <laughs> and I really wish I knew what I'd said, but, uh, you know, I guess maybe it was like, take a crack at it. See what happens, but I'm sure it wasn't that, but yeah, no, it's uh, I'm so glad. And all of us have gotten stronger. That was an amazing, amazing activity. And uh, I'm so glad that you were able to complete it. Yeah. Thank you. And I really think that the fact that neither of us remember the exact quote, I think is a a real true statement that it actually doesn't matter how, what we say to people, what it matters, how we make them feel right. Because 
I will not remember the words, but I will never forget that moment. Right. And, you know, I needed to trust someone to break through fears that I had on that day. And you were that person for me. And I think that is such a beautiful example of women supporting women, but even beyond that, just like being able to count on other humans, you know, to do hard things when we, our hearts know we want to, but we are terrified yeah. to do them. So I think that's such a beautiful metaphor to that. And yes, yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with the topic of today's conversation, <laughs> but <laughs> everything is it's connected. a great intro. Yes. <laughs> no, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, so now a little bit more on theme. Uh, I would love to ask guests as we start for you to define confidence to me in your words and your experiences so that we can really get our conversation started. Awesome. So I'll do the best I can <laughs> with what <laughs> I know to be true, for, what I know to be true for me. Um, I believe I've always been confident. And what that means is that I have always cared more about how I felt me being me than how others felt with me being me. So that's for me, uh, all my life, I've just kind of worked with my view outwards and not really worrying about what I look like coming inwards because uh, confidence is being able to really express fully without sort of repercussions of hurting other people's feelings. Um, it got me out of my marriage because I had <laughs> I had a partner who was very like, well, why don't you care what people think? And I said, I care about what people feel. I don't care what they think. If I go into a room, and, and this also happened a lot through high school where um, there was friends of mine, I'd be like, I leave the cafeteria and I don't really think about whether they're talking about me or if I've done anything because I've come to the cafeteria with love and with fun and energy and only optimism and positivity. So if I leave and I've ruffled some feathers, that's not on me. So for me, that's a confidence that uh, I've had all along. And we were just speaking before the, the podcast began about my daughter, Evangeline, who's 11 <laughs> years old. And even what my goal for her was for her to have confidence. And what that meant was she's a pure source. She's pure from source. Like all of us come from source. This is what I believe. We all come from source straight from the, the, the nether regions. <laughs> we kind of come out there and we don't have the fears and the, the, the stories and the, and the, you know, um, traditions of fear or gen genealogy of fear on us right away. So I always kind of created that sort of protective, fiercely guarding that space, that protective barrier around her, not to keep her away from anything, but let things sort of come in, but not land and make it on her. So what, what that means is, mm -hmm. you know, the fears from her dad, the fears from me, the fears from my parents, the fears from people is like, no, you can't do that. No, you're not supposed to do that. No, no, no. Be afraid of this. Because I've seen what that's happened with a lot of people and the children just end up absorbing the fear. They're, they're sponges of everything, not just knowledge, yeah. but our emotions and fear. So I would always hold that space very fiercely. And of course, if she bounced to the edges, I'd kind of knock her back in because, you know, it's still my house. <laughs> it's still kind of, <laughs> I'm still sort of running the show here a little bit. But, but what I've heard, I love that. Uh, but what I've heard is uh, from many people have been like, you know, as, as young as three, there's been friends like, whoa, Evangeline, like you don't, you're, you're not lacking any confidence. And it's just that kind of complete self-expression being able to, uh, because there's a respect for self, 
the respect automatically goes out to everybody else as well. And you don't really tolerate too much when people don't respect that. You kind of, I like to question, I like to kind of be curious about it, but if I'm coming with love and leaving as much love as possible, that's confidence. Wow. (laughs) Mind blown. Wow. Just want to sit with it for a minute. That is so profound, Natalie. Oh my gosh. Hey there. Are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight, but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you were tired of all the, all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore, and I will also show you which hormones play a big role in weight release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. And it's beautiful. Like the one thing that comes to my mind is I hear you describe it and you truly are an embodiment of that. Like thinking me thinking through all the years that I've met you, right. From sitting, seeing you standing on that chair, you know, in charge of the world, because you were, and you had a crowd to to manage, right. And all of that to even like knowing you later and being through, you know, different experiences with you. It is so true. And I think that is the, it's one of the aspects that most people crave, right? Is that real, authentic, unapologetic expression of self. In my books, that's the only way to be confident because you can only be confident if you're being yourself. And if you're being yourself, you can't lack confidence. It's almost not possible, (laughs) right? So what you said is beautiful and how you're extending that to your daughter as well. I think it's precious and something that really comes to mind and you're saying this, like if I close my eyes, is that at the level of the soul, nothing is ever missing, right? And what he just described is living from that place and just knowing that we are enough just for being without doing a single thing, without moving a single finger, right? So that is beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. Ah, no worries. Yeah, thank you for reflecting it back to me. My heart's doing this right now. <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, it's uh, we're, we're very lucky to be able to learn more about ourselves. And that's what I love is just continuing to learn more about myself because that's where the empowerment will happen. That's where the confidence continues to happen. And it's the most fun thing you'll ever learn is yourself. <laughs> the most it fun. Really is. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I love it. And one of the things to, you know, get a little deeper that I wanted to chat with you about, because I know you have what I would say unique experience of it is your 
you know, health experience with perimenopause, right? So this is, yes, a confidence podcast, but a lot of our listeners are contemplating hormonal changes. They're in that phase in their lives that their hormones are talking to them. Uh, and you had a pretty, I would say, special uh, phase as you went through peri or is going through peri. Whereas a lot of times women experience so many symptoms, right? Which we almost label as normal in society, even though it's common, doesn't mean it's normal, um, but that's a bit of a side point. So take us through your experience. I know you have lots of knowledge in the wellness world as well. So take us in that journey. And how was your experience? Okay. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm done and I'm in menopause. However, um, then the little friend came back. (laughs) So it's just like, what? It's been months and now it's back again. And again, (laughs) uh, I I, want to go back a little bit. I know that you were kind of saying you're going off of it, but I think it's very important to say just because everyone else around you has the symptoms or the experience or the, um, you know, the negative aspects of it, what's considered negative doesn't mean it has to be that way and doesn't mean it's normal. And I find so many people kind of are like, well, it's kind of, and my apologies, if this is what it is, I don't mean to offend, but it's kind of like, it's kind of fun to bitch about it with everybody else and all that stuff. And it's (laughs) like, well, how are you sort of serving yourself or raising the energy of everyone else if you're staying down there? And yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun to joke and such, but okay, let's talk business here. So, um, (laughs) entering perimenopause, uh, I kind of had a good warning. Um, my mom, became menopausal when she was between 42 and 45 years old. So when I was about 35, I was like, holy crap, I better have a kid soon because I'm not going to have much time. That's sort of the mentality I had. And at that time, I wasn't sure. And then at 36, I had my beautiful Evangeline. So all of it worked out very, very well. Um, I kind of started just the same as when I sort of was entering my possibly pregnancy years. Um, Just knowing what changes happen to the body, what changes are going to happen with the body. I just always maintained like my physical fitness aspect. I made sure I ate well, like lots of water, all the beautiful well-being um, deposits of wellness you can do inside your body. And so that's what I would always uh, manage and do. Um, And so when it came to perimenopause, um, I knew the ADEK vitamins, like you need those fat ones so your hormones can continue to produce and, you know, things are starting to change. So um, I watched, I watched and I listened to my body and I wanted to see what was going on. Um, So with with perimenopause, because I knew it was happening so soon, and do remind me of what happened, because it has been a couple of months since we spoke, but I'm going to (laughs) continue on with what I know. And if you're like, no, no, you missed that great part when that happened. Um, I I know that a lot of people, you know, for me, uh, uh, going into my 40s, I knew was going to be a big time of change. Uh, It came probably around 35 when I heard Oprah say, well, you know, like 40 is the new 30. And I'm just like, Oh, all right, can't wait. And so I always was looking forward to 40. There was never any sort of like, I'm turning 40. I was like, amazing. I can't wait for 40. I can't wait for it. And uh, so isn't it was interesting. I'm not wishing any years away, but I'm like, a level of wisdom is going to come. um, uh, I forgot the fellow's name. And I really wish I remember, but he's the fellow who creates um, the Waldorf schools. And I, I, Randall, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he uh, also wrote a book that talks about that every there's cycles of life for every every person and 
within the 40 to 47 and 47 to 54, it's a time when we've experienced so much in life that we should really kind of, we have our resources, like hopefully we've collected some money, you know, we've got our assets, da, 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 that's all fine, but we've known who we are and we're sort of moving into an age of wisdom. So for me, perimenopause is like, I'm doing, you know, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And I, you know, I'm going to be honoring that. I'm going to honor what it is that I'm really wanting to create with this last half of my life. Like I went yeah. mid stage now, like this is midlife. And so for so many, when they're like, well, it's a midlife crisis, because they're t- taking hold finally of what they really want. Some people perhaps in a very like, whoa, let's just rip the life apart. And sometimes that needs to happen. But I always call it a midlife catharsis. Like it's like, okay, I've been sort of running this sort of show this way for a while. And now things are kind of, I've got the means to be able to make a change. And sometimes many people around you don't want that change. So with perimenopause, um, mentally, it was very much a preparing to enter wisdom time. I am now moving into my, even though Evangeline's only 11, but in, in the past world, I would be entering my grandmother age right now. Like I'd be like, my child is 20 and I'm going to be whatever. And that's not the case. Yes. <laughs> um, but um, Evangeline, that's not the case. <laughs> so, um, but um, so it, it is a time of really sort of loving the body and what it's done and honoring it. And uh, for me, physically, what has happened, there has, there were times of, you know, hot flashes, feeling very warm, uh, going to bed, waking up in the middle of the night with everything soaked, needing to change the sheets, needing to do whatever. And uh, every moment that that happened, like every time a period kind of popped up every four months, I'd be like, all right, it's not time yet. But, you know, welcome back, my friend. (laughs) Like, seriously, it's welcome back, my friend. I appreciate you being here, but when it's time to go, I'll be okay with that too. So it is a, it's a vast and wild acceptance of what's going on so that you're not having any resistance around to allow the wisdom to just flood right in. So that's for me, what perimenopause and and menopause has been. Wow. Mm. Touched my heart profoundly, Natalie. Oh my gosh. Like, I hope I can put it in words, what I feel in my heart right now. The way you described this is probably you know, one of the most beautiful perspectives I've ever heard in this whole, you know, journey, right? And there's so much like you kind of mentioned briefly earlier, you know, perceptions of negativity around this time in a woman's life. And, you know, a lot of times the things we hear about midlife are not very positive, right? It's more stress, it's hot flashes, it's the nice sweats, it's the mood swings and all those things. And I think what you described is specifically why I chose to dedicate my life of studies and work to this specific age demographic, because I feel that the beauty and the wisdom and the you know, the level of authenticity that women are stepping into at that phase for me is just worth every second of it. And, you know, for myself, my own Perry journey started really early, like early to mid thirties, right? Which I know is much earlier than normal. And there's, you know, other (laughs) reasons why that was the case in my case, but I think it's very much like that moment that we crack open and then we see, call it, you know, crisis and you use a much better word, the catharsis of that phase. And you start to go from your head and those crazy emotions into the heart. Right. And I think what it describes so beautifully, so eloquently is truly my desire that women listening to this all over the world really hear you because I think you brought such a level of 
humanity into something that's beautiful that for some reason, for societal reasons has been perceived as, oh, not a very good thing to look forward to. Right. So thank you. I would love to go a little deeper there when it comes to, you know, so that crack open moment, right. That you feel it's here and I'm about to potentially go on a roller coaster. Maybe not, you know, some people don't tell me how that felt to you. Like, how did you know that you were there from an emotion standpoint? Oh, goodness. Um, <clears throat> that's a great question. Uh, I think what happened, and I'll, I'll, that's, you know, you're bringing me back and I'm, I'm looking for it because I don't tend to stay in any moment for too long. <laughs> if it happens, it's like process move. <laughs> yes. So thank you for letting me go back and kind of celebrate that a bit, celebrate it a bit by kind <laughs> yeah. of rehash. And I think for me, it's um, uh, a lot of happened. It all happened and it all happened. It a lot happened um, in terms of me probably kind of in a way being derogatory or negative towards my body. Cause it's like, okay, like time's up now. Like it's now moving into somewhere else where things are, you know, I'm, I'm barren. I'm barren now. Like there's, even though there's never a thought in my mind to have another, well, yeah, there was never another child. It was just like, there's just never a chance now. Like that's like, yeah, my, my, my purpose or my body's purpose is no longer. And that's when I kind of was like, what? Like, it was just sort of a switch to be like, it's a time to honor what my body has done. Uh, what my body has done in life and how it's moved me to this point, how it continues to move me to this point. And it became the crack open for me was just was just not just was very much receiving a level of higher reverence for my body. And it's like, okay, now it's no longer uh, to produce life. Now it is to carry my life and to carry what it is that I'm going to be doing now. Um, I, I'm a late bloomer in the whole like purpose business. I've just always lived being light. Like that's it. Just live being light. And I'm in a program right now that I'm, uh, I'm like another program. <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm always an, an ever student. So I'm never concerned about that, especially when yes. it's about personal development. And yes. so I'm uh, really now it's like, okay, let's, let's really, there's, you know, Evangeline's 11 and, and I'm not saying she's, you know, I can put her on the street. I see you later, but she's very self, self-sustaining, self-sufficient, self-able, uh, uh, a wonderful boyfriend in my life who, again, is very beautifully fits in. Like he's not needing, nobody Love needs. It. And now it's like, now my, my purpose needs. So now my body is being revered and I'm holding a stewardship for it so that it can encase what it is that I'm going to be doing. So um, that's what basically perimenopause and menopause has been doing for me. Now it's my wisdom years, like just in the, you know, in, in many places around the world, uh, especially indigenous, uh, indigenous for sure, that still upkeep the tradition. Elderly are revered next to the child. The elderly must be there. So for me, what's going on in the world right now where this all that's been going on has been quite the crisis of the elderly. They've been the ones that have been yeah. sort of, you know, attacked and the, and the weaker that they've not been protected as well as I believe they could have been. And it's very much like 
I'm with my parents all the time now. I'm like, feed me traditions, feed me your thoughts, feed me why you're thinking that. Let me know so that I have the knowledge and wisdom of before incorporating with the wisdom that I have always coming down to me so that I can serve best moving forward in the future to everyone who's willing to listen. So um, so my, my perimenopause and menopause really emotionally has been like a, an upliftment rather than uh, um, putting down, yes, there's grief, there's loss. My body's not the same as it was before. <laughs> yes. However, um, you know, looking at the different, you know, the cellulite and the little bit of the belly and all that, it's just like, I can look at that with complete spite and and like, why is it not the same? Which don't get me wrong, there's been moments of that. Yeah. But it's moving forward into like, okay, this is just, I, I'm not to be um, so focused body-wise. Now it's more of the other faculties that are available to me that, that's what's needing to be called for me right now. So emotional, physical, intuitive, all of it spiritual is all, uh, I can't really realize the crack open of the emotion other than mm -hmm. let's just make sure we don't go down with this. We're going up. We're going to constantly uplift with it. I love it. That is so beautiful. And it's so true. And even when you talk about maybe a little bit of a difference in the belly fat and the cellulite, you know, in a way, fat is, a, I, I say this to all the time, like we need to stop the war on fat, right? Fat is a hormone producing organ that has a place in menopause to at least help balance a little bit of the hormones that naturally diminishes with age, right? But I think like we don't think of fat like a liver or a heart that's an organ. We think of it as for whatever reason, something that we want to get rid of, right? So I think that acceptance of it and yeah, the body will change a bit. It's just part of the process, but it can be done in such a like aligned and beautiful way. And your experience of it can actually be a lot better, right? A lot easier, a lot lighter than if we're in constant fight with ourselves and the beauty of our physiology, right? And I think you're such an, one, you look amazing, but beyond the point, you're such a beautiful example of that in real practice, right? So I'm just so excited we're talking about this. No, I, I, I'm going to say quickly before we move yeah. on. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Because again, I, um, I'm in a water drinking challenge right now. And <laughs> one of the aspects and, and uh, one of the aspects from the person who's heading up the facilitation of it was one of the day's challenge was write, write a love note to your kidneys. <laughs> and it was like, imagine if we wrote love notes to every part of like, just, and that's what I've been doing as of the last week or so. I'm just like, you know what? I love you. I love you for what you're doing shoulders. Like I love you move through the body. Just give myself a lovely massage as I go through and I touch my, like, you know, my, my little muff, muff and just like, you know what? Thank you for being here. And, and just the body feels, my body feels so much better. Like it's just such a reverence. And, and when you mm -hmm. said the fat is like an organ, there's a purpose for it. And, and if there's, if there's an overabundance of it, well, there's a purpose for it that perhaps Wait. might be negative, uh, like, or might be something that, you know, obviously we carry trauma and in, in lots of weight for, for some, I mean, there's so yeah. many different things and it's again, learn thyself, know thyself, get into the nooks and crannies of why that happens. And that's the work that yeah. is, is the hard work, not the going to the gym and busting your ass and any of that sort. That's, that, that should be fun. Like I find that fun. I crave going to the gym and everyone's like, what? And I'm like, I love going and working. When I sweat, I'm just like, Ooh, like my body's still working and it's going and it's not to beat myself up. It's to get that feeling of like, I can do that still. And I'm not doing the tough mutters and diving through mud and all sorts of things like I used to, but it's like, 
still it can it can still function and it still does that and i'm loving every part of me as i continue to move forward even when the activity might not be as intense as it was before but yeah i love when you said that is like an organ there is a function to it for sure yeah oh so good natalie and it's so true that one of the things i repeat incessantly to women <laughs> is that your body always got your back, right? So I just wanted to touch on something you said that even in the case, for example, somebody that's holding on to an excessive amount of weight to their perception because of some trauma, you know, it happens. There's various types. Let's just say unwanted attention in earlier years. And we see that, right? Like we're both, you know, in the wellness space in different ways. But even in that specific example, the body holding on to the excessive body fat is still doing a job, which is to protect you, right? So even if it's not necessarily what we want for whatever societal reasons, I don't believe our body can ever fail us, right? So if we want a different story to how we look in the mirror and so on, I call that the deep work in my work, but I say, let's understand what is going on. What is the job that excess body fat is performing? And then like HR, you can either help us get the job done so we can change jobs or you just accept it for what it's doing for you. And it's a choice in whichever direction we go. Right. But I love it. You said that because it's very aligned to how I believe that there's nothing ever wrong, nothing ever needed to be changed, but it's all about acceptance and loving and congruency with what it is so that you can get to the goals you want. And the, the fight is not at the gym. It's that self-work, right? Yes. Um, the gym and all those e- eating good foods are all beautiful parts of the whole, you know, puzzle to help the engine run as, you know, beautifully as it can. Yep. Right. But yes. that Jeep work really is what the secret lies. So thank you for <laughs> you are powerfully going. that. the word of this, the two weeks, because I always get this word of like quarter word of a year and it's alignment and the congruency that you spoke of. And it's just absolutely, you can polish the car, you can put in the best gas, you can do that. But if the alignment is off, it's going to be very difficult to ride the car. And so it's, and the alignment is not something structural. We're not, I mean, it could be, but not typically it's the emotional connection with the body. Our body is a receptor of the environment. And if we're not treating it for the amazing mechanism that it is and understanding what it is and how it holds on to things. Um, Just as of recent, uh, I, I did have a back injury my back started hurting last fall and it's like what's going on I did the blood work I did the you know pardon me it's 222 so I always have (laughs) that on to pick up my daughter when I have to pick her up trust me she's taking care of today (laughs) and so um and so uh you know I I got all the tests done and only like months later I was able to get an MRI and the MRI showed two mildly bulging discs so I was like not doing anything hurt not sure what I was supposed to do and then it was only until recently that I started being like okay, my back, like you got my back. Like I'm going to just totally care. And and the back pain has released. I mean, it already released, but it's like next to nothing now. And I'm realizing there is a psychological, emotional, socio, socio, um, psychosomatic connection that's going on that I probably haven't been paying attention to. So now that's the work I'm doing. So it's part of my daily work is to do my back work and it's not working out. It's not doing planks. Now that that's aside. And I do that still, but it's like, let's have some time together. Let me know what's going on. And that I prefer that than not paying attention to it and just sort of dealing with it. And that's where I'm at right now with that. So very cool. It's all about alignment and it has a lot of mind, body, soul, mind, body, soul. 
Oh, so good. I love to say that our symptoms in our body are not like health is not the absence of any symptoms. Symptoms is how the body talks, right? To us. And in some cases, it has to scream before we listen. (laughs) But if we do listen, right? Like it it is actually talking. Like it's really talking. And and I love to see examples like what you just said, or when you actually pay attention. And you have this conversation and yeah, it is a little abstract, but you know, it can take such different forms for everyone, right? Whatever, you know, our listeners are able to tap into, but it's such a beautiful invitation. I love what you say. And yeah, it's considered probably abstract by the norm. And, but like, imagine we've learned those studies about if you talk to a plant with beautiful energy and how it grows lovingly and you talk to a plant, which I tried doing that. And I'm like, I can't be mean to this plant <laughs> but if you meanly and have that energy. It's going to go. We don't really realize what an amazing mechanism we have. So many people don't think about it. I remember early on, probably in my like teens that I'm like, holy crap, like we've got all these cells and blood running through us and these veins that are all working. We've got highways of things moving through us. We've got like our lymphatic symptoms that are like garbage trucks, just moving stuff out of us. And all of us just pay no attention to it. The majority pays no attention where if we realized how important the inside is and like honor this temple that we have, well, you can't even imagine what's going to change your life. I say when you can, can have a level of health and reverence for your body, life becomes so much easier. Like all of life, all of life does. Yeah, I love that. And it's true because it is truly the, you know, the temple, the vehicle, whatever analogy we want to make through which we experience life, right? So, you know, taking care of it and putting some attention to it. And I know our listeners are people that care about the physicality of it. It is just such a, such a gift that we all have 24 seven, right? I love it. The one thing I wanted to ask you about that kind of relates to a couple of things back from the conversation. So I'll kind of pull it it back. You know what? We do this. (laughs) It's perfect. And I knew this conversation would be as beautifully organic as it had to be. So I'm I'm really enjoying myself right now. Um, But when you talked about, you know, getting into that wisdom phase, right? And Perry and an instrumental pause. One of the things I know you've done and you help others do is really uh, what do you call discovering your sacred gifts. So I want you to take us through it. And, you know, for people that have never heard of this before, tell us what it looks like. And then I'll have a couple of questions after. So tell us first what yeah. is to discover those sacred Fantastic. gifts. Well, it, it's lovely. Um, I think I, I think both you and I share the, you know, I, I like to say I can help anybody, but it is the demographic of the women that, you know, have, you know, reached the levels of success uh, in their in their work life, in their careers, I guess, like they've, they've satisfied, like satisfied that they've sort of hit, you know, I've got my family, I've raised the kids, I've done all that yes. stuff. And then they come to a point where they're just like, oh shit, I didn't forget. I didn't think about myself. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's just like, you know, I, uh, totally right. Sorry. If I don't know if you're allowing that, but that's, it's just like, it's oh, like a, the sort of floor drops out because there's nothing any longer to put attention to. And it has to come back to self. And many people don't, um, don't really like what they see. They, they get a little sad about uh, what they've let happen or not happen or dreams that have kind of sort of gone to the wayside. And like you said earlier, it's this real acceptance. Hey, guess what? This is where you are now. And let's look back at everything that you've done that's been amazing, like, or, or whatever. And then it's 
Now let's, you're aware now, let's move forward and see what we can do. So with discovery, what I find as well is a lot of people like, well, I don't really know what my purpose is right now. And so many people are constantly looking, what's my purpose? What's the job? What is whatever? And what I really love about the Discover Your Sacred Gifts program, which is a program created by a really beautiful friend of mine, Monique Lido McDonald. She is, uh, it came to her. Um, basically what it is, it's the God-given gifts that we have, resource-given gifts, gifts that we are uh, innately born born with, we're not even sure where they came from. And there are uh, 26 of them that we actually find which ones are the ones that you have, the ones that you most likely have that you tend towards. And when you have an idea of what the gifts are, number one, and what your gifts are, which is even more powerful, then there's a real opening of doors of what to explore. Because when people are kind of left without, well, what's my purpose? I don't know. And they sit and they're like, how do I figure this out? And I don't feel like there's anything meaningful that's going on. Well, guess what? You've just been given a whole bunch of doors open. Let's practice and see. Let's experiment with life right now. So the experimenting with life that they probably had when they were younger, maybe lost it after school, college, university, kind of went into sort of a groove of what's going on. And now it's like, let's open the doors again. And uh, our gifts are linked to our purpose. So this is why I love the discover your sacred gift. And again, learning about them all, then you get to sort of witness everybody else around you and be like, wow, like, like, you know, Juliana's got the gift of, you know, teaching. She's got the gift of facilitation. She's got the gift of encouragement. Like it's you, you can see it in people. Like for myself, when I was on the chair in that big event and all that, like <laughs> yeah. I have the gift of encouragement up the nose. Like it's right up there. Like it's all. And for me, my highest gift is gift of hospitality. So I welcome everyone. I want everyone to experience. I want everyone yeah. to see it, be felt and seen and heard. It's my number one. Um, so it's, it's really neat to be like, oh, okay, that's why that was like that. Uh, then you get to start having it again. It's that wild acceptance forever, that radical acceptance of everyone around you. Like, oh, wait. Okay. So an example in my house is I love to cook and clean and kitchen wise and host people and all that stuff. And he's great with service. So he's my second hand, like second, he's right there with me, sous chef, all that stuff. Maybe hospitality is his thing. Not he enjoys it. Evangeline has no service whatsoever. <laughs> Like she wants people, she cares for them, and she hosts. She's got hospitality for sure, but she's hospitality with the help. <laughs> so it's 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 a wonderful kind of thing, and it's it's an acceptance. I feel that when, especially um, women uh, and men in relationships, this is such a beautiful thing because when you see, oh, that's why my husband maybe doesn't help with this because he doesn't have a gift of this, or he does, you know, she doesn't see this because she doesn't have the gift of vision. So it's able then to sort of understand people on a different level have that other um uh, language to be able to speak and uh just get to know yourself better as i said knowing yourself is confidence getting to know who that is so i love putting the gifts beside your your uh, core values beside your energy levels beside your like there's so many things that when you know it all then from there it creates such a beautiful strong foundation of who you are to just leap into whatever purpose dreams ideals you have so that's what i find the discover your sacred gifts program does oh so good i love that description thank you so much natalie this episode is brought to you by the weight release shift a program that i am so excited to share with you and actually more than a program this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey which is weight release 
Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs, and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. And it's very true because the more, it's almost like we all come with this beautiful blueprint, right? And sometimes a little fuzzy. And like you said, like give the hospitality and service. It may not be things that quotation societally speaking, we clearly could get a job for that, right? Maybe hospitality, yes, but like in some other aspects, it may be a little bit more soft skills potentially, right? So that we're not even recognizing that in ourselves and sometimes projecting on other people our gifts and expecting everybody has them, which is not part of the perfection of it, right? So I think what you said is so beautiful because it's part of like in my work, I call that your value structure, your inner priorities, and everybody has different ones. And once you are aware of what they are, you not only can double down on your own and have a much more joyous experience of life, but you can also start to love people for who they are and not who we wish they were to be. Right. So I think this is such a beautiful tool. And for somebody that has never tried, or is just curious now from what he said, how can you help them discover their sacred gifts? So how can I help? Well, there is a program <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm starting my new one. Thanks for Juliana on November 2nd. It's it's not a very long program, however, and I won't even say it's necessarily intense. It's digitally done. So there's some audio. You get to hear my beautiful friend Monique's voice explain it. And again, the way she explains that she's got such a gift of teaching. She just just it comes and it's easy and everyone gets it. And you get to keep the audios of the uh, of the course. And we basically together with my guidance, I am the facilitator, I'm your guide, uh, we move you and just continue to explore, continue to explore. And so it's once a week, uh, it's sort of four Tuesdays over three weeks, start off with an orientation, and then there's, there's uh, three more sessions. So um, we have a call together as a group, unless people want to work one on one, then we have to organize a different time for that. And uh it's just beautiful to see the debriefing and the breaking down of the information that's gathered throughout the week and the exploration of self. Like, I don't think there's been one person who hasn't gained such an amazing experience from it because you are seeing things that people normally don't see. You're given another, another level of perception. And uh, so for me, that's how it works. Uh, There's a beautiful, as I said, digital program, you get your own worksheets, you get the audios. So it's a very tight, clean, easy to run, just, you know, listen while listen to it while you're driving, listen to it while you're washing dishes, which is what I did when I first went through it. <laughs> and, and on the treadmill, just it's it's a very simply um, uh, given course, and it's simply taken as well, but it's profound on the impact that it makes. 
That's amazing. Is there a link or anywhere that people can go in to find more information? Sure. You can actually find me probably on Facebook. <laughs> That's yes. the best way. And it's just basically Natalie wrote a, a point one. I can, I can give that to you if you need to. Perfect. Right now there is i I've been deciding myself. My life is uh it's not necessarily, it's like a sort of burn down the weeds and build up again. And so yes. there's lots that's going on in my life right now. And I'm absolutely in the past when it used to be, you know, only head sort of creating this energy, which just doesn't work. And then, then it's only heart. And then that gets kind of all over the place. So now <laughs> I've got the intuition that's kind of keeping everything going. So I'm uh, it'll be a great time for anyone to come into this program with me because I myself am growing as well. And so I've, can't even imagine the people coming into this program because I think all of us together are just going to move up really high. And I, I love making new friends. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And I'll make sure after when you get me the link, I'll put that in the show notes. If anybody's listening to this after the fact, we'll keep the link updated. Uh, and my final question for you uh, in terms of where other ways that people can find you, I know you mentioned Facebook yeah. and I know you're also um, now going to be opening a chapter for the resilient women in business. So tell us a little bit about where to find you and a little bit about the new chapter that you're opening. Amazing. So um, I am so uh, blessed and I love, again, it's very much the uh, serendipitous and the energy of the synchronicities that are going on. So uh, my friend Cheryl Bishop, who lives in BC, uh, now there are very quickly growing chapters in BC. She started with one when it came basically as a download saying, you need to help women. There's women that need a sisterhood. And for me, as I continue to support the rise of the wise woman, that's what I am totally mm -hmm. here for, is uh, she has this resilient women in business. And everything I've been seeing or hearing about it has been wonderful. And I have just reached out to her one day and I'm like, I haven't felt your energy. Like, where are you? How are things going and she's like oh my god so busy doing this and it just came to me happened in gta like let's do it in ontario and she shrieked <laughs> she was like oh my god i've had you written down for the longest time as being the person who might open it up so the alignment is happening again and i believe yeah. the more that we collaborate uh things are just going to continue being that way so we are um holding two open houses uh wednesday november 3rd and uh the 17th as well so the two two uh two wednesdays and then moving forward in december we're going to connect and uh it'll most likely be one time Time in person in the month and one time over zoom we're going to see what happens uh, i'm looking at a couple of places there's one in mississauga and port credit that i'm putting my prayers in that it's going to be the place <laughs> because i visited before covid and i think that this is going to be such a wonderful place uh, to, nice. to get together and this is personal growth this is sisterhood this is raising and rising each other up and supporting and holding and there will be some accountability as well because you know um it's great to know where you're going and to have the guidelines of people that are going to hold you and move you forward so yeah amazing thank you so much natalie this has been so beautiful such a special conversation i knew it was going to be and you always surprise me and amaze me so yes <laughs> <laughs> truly you know, and i have high standards for this yeah, I, know. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Mind, so. uh, like i know i need the high standards for profoundness you know what it, it comes it goes both for ways. profoundness yes yeah, <laughs> no well it goes and comes both ways like every time we connect i'm always shifted and learning something new so i'm so grateful for this and i'm uh congratulations on the podcast as well and everything you're doing i'm, I'm a big fan so thank you so much for having me my pleasure thank you so much for listening to confidence from within if you enjoyed this episode 
take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.